Hi, Steve here. I may have said this before, but just forgive me if you've heard me say it in the past. But ignorance really gets under my skin. And those who bury their heads in the sand will have their heads buried. Those whose Christianity is not in line with the Word of God have nothing but a religion of heresy. Stupidity really makes me angry. What's the difference? Well, ignorance is just not knowing something, but when you have a Bible to read and you still remain ignorant, or you settle for believing what somebody else teaches about the Bible, you stay ignorant. And then you come on and leave a comment, which only proves you are. By the way, if you leave a comment on this channel that's a total contradiction of God's word, I'll simply delete you. This is the wrong channel to troll, trying to deceive people. We don't want your religion or your opinions about what the Bible is saying. The Bible doesn't need your help interpreting it. Stupidity, on the other hand, is hearing the truth, but rejecting it or not believing it. I'm afraid this is the case when it comes to the rapture or the catching away. So once again, let's go through the Bible and see what the Bible says, because it's not a mystery that's hidden but it's one that's been taught wrongly, out of context and not taught right, according to what Paul taught. There are two things that I want to get straight right from the beginning, and that's this. From those who have left comments on my past videos and said the coming of the Lord and the day of the Lord are not the same thing. You'll have to take that up with the Apostle Paul. I know there are some people that would if they could. I believe there are people who would go to him if he was still on this earth and debate it. I have those same kind of people leave comments on my channel, so I know. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and read it line by line together. But in connection with the coming of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah and our gathering together to meet Him, we ask you, brothers, not to be easily shaken in your thinking or anxious because of a spirit or a spoken message or a letter supposedly from us claiming that the day of the Lord has already come. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way. Jesus said the same thing to his apostles in Matthew 24, 4. Look at what the apostle Paul said here. He said, in connection with the coming of our Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, and then down further, he says the day of the Lord. It's the same thing. And the apostle Paul makes it clear. It's when Jesus comes back for the second time to gather up the church, both the dead and those who are alive, when he comes back to take the church. There were a couple of people mentioned by name in Paul's second letter to Timothy who were telling people that the resurrection already happened, which was completely untrue. Paul wrote, Keep reminding people of this and charge them solemnly before the Lord not to engage in word battles. They accomplish nothing useful and are a catastrophe for the hearers. It's like arguing over the coming of the Lord being different from the day of the Lord because they're not. It's the same thing. Do all you can to present yourself to God as someone worthy of his approval, as a worker with no need to be ashamed, because he deals straightforwardly with the word of the truth. But keep away from godless babbling, for those who engage in it will only become more ungodly, and their teaching will eat away at people like gangrene. Hymenaeus and Philetus are among these. They've missed the mark as far as the truth is concerned by saying that our resurrection has already taken place and they're overturning some people's faith. Nevertheless, God's firm foundation stands, stamped with these words, the Lord knows his own. And let everyone who claims he belongs to the Lord stand apart 
from wrongdoing. Back to 2 Thessalonians. For the day will not come until after the apostasy has come and the man who separates himself from Torah has been revealed, the one destined for doom. He will oppose himself to everything that people call a god or make an object of worship. He will put himself above them all so that he will sit in the temple of God and proclaim that he himself is God. We know very clearly from this description that Paul's talking about the Antichrist. Don't you remember that when I was still with you, I used to tell you these things? And now you know what is restraining, so that he may be revealed in his own time. For already this separating from Torah is at work secretly, but it will be secretly only until he who is restraining is out of the way. Then the one who embodies separation from Torah will be revealed, the one whom the Lord, Yeshua, will slay with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the glory of his coming. It means separating from God's instruction and his teaching. Let's finish this chapter. When this man who avoids Torah comes, the Antichrist, the adversary, or Satan, will give him the power to work all kinds of false miracles, signs, and wonders. He will enable him to deceive in all kinds of wicked ways those who are headed for destruction because they would not receive the love of the truth that could have saved them. And here... Unless you missed it, the Apostle Paul is making clear the very reason why anyone would be lost in this world. Because they would not receive the only Son of the living God that God the Father sent as the only acceptable way to be forgiven of your sins. And it also mirrors what it says in Proverbs. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This is why God is causing them to go astray so that they will believe the lie. The result will be that all who have not believed the truth, but have taken their pleasure in wickedness, will be condemned. But we have to keep thanking God for you always, brothers, whom the Lord loves, because God chose you as first fruits for deliverance by giving you the holiness that has its origin in the Spirit and the faithfulness that has its origin in the truth. He called you to this through our good news, so that you could have the glory of our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. Therefore, brothers, stand firm and hold to the traditions you were taught by us, whether we spoke them or wrote them in a letter. And may our God, the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah himself, and God our Father, who has loved us and by his grace given us eternal comfort and a good hope, comfort your hearts and strengthen you in every good word and deed. Before there was so much false teaching by Hymenaeus and Philetus, the Apostle Paul wrote in the first letter to the Thessalonians, But you have no need to have anything written to you, brothers, about the times and dates when this will happen, because you yourselves well know that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When people are saying, everything is so peaceful and secure, then destruction will suddenly come upon them, the way labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and there is no way they will escape. But you, brothers, are not in the dark, so that the day should take you by surprise like a thief. Did you get that? For you are all people who belong to the light, who belong to the day. We don't belong to the night or to darkness, so let's not be asleep like the rest are. On the contrary, let us stay alert and sober. People who sleep, sleep at night, and people who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, 
Let us be sober, putting on trust and love as a breastplate and the hope of being delivered as a helmet. For God has not intended that we should experience his fury, but that we should gain deliverance through our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. Too many people try to claim that this is the reason they believe the Lord will rapture the church before the great persecution or tribulation, because they say we're not appointed unto his fury or wrath. And that's true, we're not appointed to his fury. But just when will his fury be poured out on this earth? It tells us in Revelation chapters eight through 15, Then I saw another sign in heaven, a great and wonderful one, seven angels with the seven plagues that are the final ones, because with them, God's fury is finished, who died on our behalf, so that whether we are alive or dead, we may live along with him. Therefore, encourage each other and build each other up, just as you're doing. I shake my head when I hear people rattle off the same thing over and over. Jesus said no one knows the day or the hour. Yeah. He said that, but let's read the whole thing in context. But when that day and hour will come, no one knows, not the angels in heaven, not the Son, only the Father. For the Son of Man's coming will be just as it was in the days of Noah. So what do we know about the days of Noah before the flood? Adonai saw that the people on earth were very wicked, that all the imaginings of their hearts were always of evil only. Adonai regretted that he'd made humankind on the earth. It grieved his heart. Sin and wickedness always grieve God's heart. Back then, before the flood, people went on eating and drinking, taking wives and becoming wives, right up till the day Noah entered the ark. And they didn't know what was happening until the flood came and swept them all away. It will be just like that when the Son of Man comes. Then there will be two men in a field. One will be taken and the other left. There will be two women grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken and the other left behind. So stay alert because you don't know on what day your Lord will come. But you do know this. Had the owner of the house known when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you too must always be ready for the Son of Man will come when you are not expecting him. If you believe in a pre-tribulation or a pre-persecution rapture, you're expecting him. You're expecting him any moment or any second, but he's not coming when you're expecting him. He's coming when you're not expecting him, and it will be like the days of Noah before he comes back. You might be thinking, how much worse can it get? Believe me, it can get a lot worse, and it will. Our faith walk and trust in Jesus Christ as a Christian must endure our entire lives. He said in Matthew, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. I leave a link in the description box below If you would like to pray a simple prayer to receive the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, and the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, go down there and click on that link. It'll take you to a page with that simple prayer that many people have prayed to receive Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. Do it now. Think about it.